0: Welcome in, one and all. This is the 410 Yards Betting Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you are doing well. Uh, and ahead of us on today's episode, we'll be going through the fourth. So we will, after today's episode, we'll be halfway through our divisional previews. Hope you are enjoying them so far. If you are, please make sure you give us a, a DM or a tweet or something. Get, share the love um, to say you're you, you taking advice or you're taking our advice or you think you know, our advice is crap or you've got me something else. Uh, at Ten Yards on the Twitter. You can also find at uh, on Twitter, or I suppose it's X now. I I don't have it. who bloody knows what's going on anymore to be quite honest but um yeah on on x slash twitter you'll be able to find out information on our week one party on i'll keep plugging it but it's going to be a great event you can buy tickets uh, now on 14 yards.co.uk um more information about that it's very cheap indeed uh we're streaming every single game in the the, the i can't remember the name of the bar uh, if someone's got twitter open or x or whatever can you let pull it up because I, I, all I know is this week one. It's in Birmingham. Um, but, oh, yeah, it's, all, all the information is on, is on our Twitter feed as well. So if you want to come and join us, we're we'll, all three of us will be there we can maybe, uh, you know, our week one ACKers, we can all discuss how good or how bad they are and all of our divisional ACKers, um, which is obviously the advice you've used from these podcasts. Of course you have. Um, yeah, so this is the fourth one. We have done the AFC and NFC North, and then last time out, we did the AFC East as well, which was quite difficult. And I suppose same comments apply for the NFC East as well. Uh, obviously you've got Philadelphia, Dallas, New York, Giants, and Washington, a division where there were no losing teams last season, uh, which is a far cry from what the division was, just just a few years ago. So for Philadelphia obviously the number one seed, fourteen and three, taking it, Dallas twelve and five, but New York Giants nine, seven and one and Washington, uh, surprisingly I, I thought personally, considering they're a quarterback or they you know I suppose, inferior player quarterback position, 8-8-1 eight, eight and one under Ron Rivera. Uh, obviously, with the Philadelphia Eagles winning, it still continues the non-repeat winner streak since 2004, which I'm sure Adam is now begrudging me for bringing it up because he likes to bring it up any uh, anytime we talk about the NFC East and betting. Um, Adam, how are you doing?
1: How hey, are bunker. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Sorry?
0: Still in the underground bunker. You've still not been beheaded yet.
1: Uh, it's, it's still in the bunker, and I didn't realise I've got um, uh, I've got the Giants on that side, and I've got the Cowboys on that side, so yeah, surprising the amount of uh, <laughs> NFC memorabilia. Supposedly, this is an Emmett Smith signed poster, although it's written in biro, so I'm pretty sure if... Uh, I paid like 25 quid, but I'm pretty sure it's not even worth 25 <laughs> quid, and um, that side is uh, signed um, Lawrence Taylor, of course, I Again, same as Chad Johnson, you're never more than ten yards from um, a signed piece of Lawrence Taylor memorabilia. So, I, I felt I had to get out one as one of the one of the greatest players ever. So, yeah, um, yeah, looking forward to the NFC. As as you say, it's a difficult division to to call, as as with the AFC East last week. So, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what you guys think on this one, frankly, because I have no idea.
0: Good evening, Chelim.
2: Hello, yeah, look forward to listening to you uh, talk about your beloved Cowboys in this one, uh, and maybe it could be first division we spoke about. Are they going to get three teams in the playoffs? Because how bad the NFC is, we'll see. We'll talk about it. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, right, let's get straight into it. Then last year's winners, Philadelphia, obviously the Super Bowl bridesmaids or so the runners up, um, not really. Too much change, I guess. um, Outside of coaching and coordinators, Uh, obviously, coordinator Shane, uh, offensive coordinator Shane Steichen's gone to Indy, and Jonathan Gallon is now at Arizona. Uh, Obviously, that you know, last couple of years they've had a history of of people leaving, which which is the way for you know successful teams because everyone everyone wants a piece of that pie. Um, They were top ten in terms of points uh, scored on offense and points allowed on defense. Not too many teams obviously can say that. Uh, and then in the offseason, they just essentially drafted the Georgia Bulldogs. So um there is those people those those guys those rookies that are coming in in terms of free agency of miles sanders a bit of change at the running back position with him leaving but uh john G. swift and rashad penny will probably be a patch job at running back of kenneth Gaywell and boston scott i think uh boston scott i think still lingering around as well so um all, all signs kind of point towards a bit more of a committee which um um who's uh, the guy I'm looking im looking forward they like to kind of uh, have that kind of approach so it uh, doesn't seem to be any different going into this season but the outright odds of eight to one are obviously you know one of one of the favorites again two repeats they've been a decent team now for the last couple of years division odds 19 to 20 which is just a shade of odds on win total of 11 and a half and to make the playoffs, if you've got a deep wallet, uh, yes, two to nine. It's probably one you want to put your, your mortgage on to win a shed. Uh, no is 11 to four. So, Adam, first question to you is, are they still the team to beat in the division and worthy of slight odds on?
1: I'm not sure I agree on the slight odds on, but I think they are the team to beat still. Yeah, as you said, they haven't had a huge turnover. They've lost a few players on offense. They've lost a couple on defense, but the, the big stars on both sides of the ball are still there so I don't see any reason to go against him obviously the uh, the NFL decided that the rock and roll technique of chuck dalen hurts behind the big lads they they decided that was fine so that's another automatic first down or automatic fourth down um, every time that they want to go for it they'll probably still keep on with that you'd hope that teams would be able to figure out a way of trying to stop that but uh, they didn't manage to last year um, I personally like Rashad Penny and DeAndre Swift are two of my favorite running backs in the league. So I don't think there's any downgrade there. Like I've loved Rashad Penny since he was drafted, not just because he won me a 33 to one bet in that draft, but he is a fun runner when he's healthy. And um, I think he, he went for a big game for Seattle against the Eagles a couple of years back. That's just kind of tweaked my memory. So maybe they remember that, but yeah, him and Swift, I believe personally, I think that's an upgrade on what they had at running back anyway. So, Doing that behind still one of the best defensive lines in the league, still one of, with one of the defense, best defensive lines in the league on the other side of the ball. I don't see any reason why they won't repeat, other than as you say, it, no one repeats the East. It doesn't make any real logical sense, but <laughs> it is what happens. So, um, yeah, for me, they are the team to beat. I, I don't think I would take 1920 just because of that hoodoo, but yeah, I, I, I can't see. I, I, I think anyone else will do well to get past them.
0: Fair enough. Um, for you, is the, the win total of 11.5 too high? Obviously, 14 wins last season. Uh, and do you think that there's much to be looked into in terms of the, the losses of offensive and defensive coordinator again?
2: Yeah, I think the win total is probably about right, to be fair, just with how the strength of the NFC is um, and obviously how good the roster is. So, yeah, I think, the, I think it's right. I'm kind of with Adam that I don't think they should be quite odds-on this year. Um, I think other teams around them have got a little bit better. Um, but yeah, in terms of the the off season, they probably had an upgrade at DC. Jonathan Gannon. I was never really a fan of him. We spoke about him in the Super Bowl preview show, saying that I just don't think he'll have a, a defense that can 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 slow Mahomes down. And I think that would be the case in in, in Arizona now. Um, but yeah, on offense, we'll see because uh, yeah, they had a really good offensive coordinator last year, so it would not shock me if the the offense maybe wasn't quite to the level that we saw last year when they were just rolling through teams and taking the stars out in the fourth quarter and kind of playing it easy. But I think the defense might not be as good. Uh, sorry, the defense might be better, but the offense, I think, could, could maybe take a step back. Um, they had a really good draft, Jalen Carter. Uh, obviously, another Georgia Bulldog, Nolan Smith. Um, Sidney Brown, I loved as well. So I think the defense is going to be better. But, yeah, the offense might take a step back. They were the most healthy team in the NFL last year. And when you look at the backups, especially on offense – there's not a lot really at receiver, not a lot of tight end, the tackles aren't very good anymore, like they used to be in terms of backups. Um so yeah, if they get injuries, I think this this could be a bit of a different season for them. But yeah, I think they're the they're the rightful, rightful favourites. 11 uh, and eleven and is probably probably about right. They've also got the easiest schedule in this whole division, again, which is <laughs> two years in a row, which is uh yeah, really frustrating how this keeps happening to them. Um, but yeah, they've got a new, <laughs> they've got as a first they've place got, place
1: schedule that's ridiculous
2: yeah they've got an easy uh easy schedule 13th easiest in the league with one of the best rosters so yeah i think they'll be in for a, a very good season but maybe not that eight and oh or whatever it was nine and oh start that they had
1: last year beating everyone by 20 points i don't think that will be the case now, Unless, so- it, they would have won the super bowl if it wasn't an ice rink as well everyone knows that so uh, <laughs> that's what I keep
2: hearing on Twitter. Yeah, they're, they're, they're,
1: they don't like the turf god, or whatever he's called, the sod father,
2: whatever his name was. <laughs>
0: Uh, just to fill a few holes in the Brian Johnson the, the he was the quarterbacks coach for the last couple of seasons he takes over at uh, offensive coordinator and then Sean Desai uh, is a defensive coordinator he he comes over from he was of Chicago for for a number of years in defensive quality control uh, and he was the assist, associate head coach of the defense in Seattle last season as well so that's just uh, obviously some new names at coordinator that we uh, that are filling the big shoes that um obviously the people that have preceded them so um yeah again yeah all signs point to a decent season from philadelphia let say outside of coordinators there's not really been much turnover in personnel so you'd expect them to continue to operate as they have done and you know it's reflected in the prices so and, and win totals and whatnot as well so um yeah i, I don't really have too much to add as you know, kind of everything out there is, is as expected so it's just a case on whether you think philadelphia will repeat and have a 13-14 win season and in which case obviously you go the overs um and then yeah you know, you, again you might want to yeah, obviously, if, if, if that is the case, they win the, the division. So it's, it's kind of by the by, really, a little bit. It just depends on what your, I, I suppose, your opinion is of the uh, of the win totals. Because again, this looks like a division that will again have, not necessarily saying that every every team's going not have a, is going to have a, a winning or a non losing record. But yeah, it's obviously quite competitive. Um, let's move over to Dallas. Then uh, big main main news from a from a coaching standpoint is we have let go of Kellen Moore um and Mike useless McCarthy comes in for the play calling uh <laughs> oh, so sad um Zeke Elliott obviously has gone um not going to be very unlikely obviously he'll be resigned so they, and they've um franchise tag Tony Pollard who's coming off some some injuries towards the back end last season as well and um, they must be a, a bit a bit confident that he he's going to be good to go all- Good to kind of take a, a bulk of the workload because they need t- any players they signed Ronald Jones and Vaughan uh, obviously um because that's a kind of a, more of a family affair from a coaching standpoint uh in the draft as well and um yeah obviously Trevon Diggs recently got paid um I was a bit sad well bit too much I thought personally but he was always going to command that just due to the to the stats that he has and I know obviously he's a bit of a liability but the amount of interceptions the guy has and the amount of plays that he makes the NFL is not is not necessarily um you know it's, it's a bend not break and when you've got a playmaker that can you know pick off an interception in the red zone or you know and you know that's, that's better than having a stout defense that might give up some points so I can understand why he's got that much I just want to a bit sorry for Zach Martin who um considering the service that he's given over the years he's not a kind of i know he's a bit disgruntled at the moment but why we're not kind of helping him out a little bit or saying Recognizing his efforts uh, is beyond me, but that's that's the Joneses for you. That's this that's this uh, whole back office, and I will I will keep saying until the cows go home, until the Joneses get out of this company, this company, this franchise, and Mike McCarthy is out of this team, we are not going anywhere near the NFC Championship game. That being said, um, I'm sorry, I meant to also say Stephen Gilmore has uh, joined in free agency as well to to partner Trevon Diggs at cornerback. But uh, in terms of odds, outright sixteen to one divisional odds two to one, uh, win total is nine point five, but it's slightly due to the over, it's a short price for the over two to five to make the playoffs seven to four not to make the playoffs Uh liam do the cowboys get to double digit wins and is there any love for them to win the division
2: yes i think they get to 11 plus wins i think this is the best roster in the nfc to be honest i love this roster unfortunately they have a really really bad head coach <laughs> unfortunately uh, and i feel like if sean payton had got this job which was oh. the rumours, rather than the one he Mate, got.
0: I would be conducting that hype train all the way home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would probably be saying, like, right, let's stop looking at division odds and start talking about some Super Bowl futures because I think he's that good of a coach and then the roster is that good. But, yeah, um, I think they'll win 11 games. Like I said, I actually probably will bet them to win the division in accumulators just because the odds are good, 2-1. to one. Like I said, obviously, I think their, their team is better than... Or, yeah, for me, better than the Eagles team. But um the head coach is, is a bit of an issue so for me yeah i think of those odds i like it um make the playoffs is too short just because the nfc is so bad i would just completely stay away from from that um i think my main issue with mccarthy is he struggles at the moment with running a game from head coach if you're now going to add play calling how bad is that oh um,
0: let's just get roughly straight he's an absolute dumbass. <laughs> like, he just <laughs> can it just cannot help like He's almost like he wears—he's like a size five or a size six in shoes, but he decides to wear a size eleven just so he can trip up over himself. That's what Mike McCarthy is. We just cannot—and I don't know why—it seems to be so embedded in the culture. But we just like to screw things up and just get in our own way and just, just like—but our seemingly our last play of every every year is something that gets talked about for months afterwards and it's just laughable, absolutely laughable. And I just don't see. I don't see anything different this year. I just, don't. I just don't.
2: Yeah, it, it was quite funny seeing Zeke uh, take a snap and get absolutely plowed. That was quite yeah. fun. Uh, I actually think he could land back on the team now as well, because they, they do need a, a, an RB too. But yeah, it's Brian Schottenheimer, the OC, basically an OC there, just so Mike McCarthy can override him and call the plays because they're friends. Um, yeah. So yeah, my only worry would be, are they going to run the ball too much? Because that's what Mike McCarthy does. If they kind of, maybe that doesn't start well and they veer away from that and they start slinging it to Cooks and and CD and obviously Michael Gallup, who's another year removed from the ACL. Then, yeah, I think the offense will be really good. I'm a Dak Prescott believer as well. So yeah, I'm kind of all on the Cowboys hype train. Maybe about making up for your uh, your fan kind of pessimism here. So, I'm yeah.
0: not. I'm not sitting next to you on that train, mate. I tell you that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> a di- I am on a different platform. Uh, <laughs> I, I
1: I've. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm the opposite on Dak. I've never been a fan of Dak. I don't think yeah. he ever should have won Offensive Rookie of the Year. I don't think he's that good. I think he goes missing in the big game, so yeah I, I will i will dump on the positivity a little bit on Dak there um i, I <laughs> was just, just to I even was, out a little
0: i wasn't I, I, i'm kind of in the middle i was a Dak fan initially and I, I um but i think in the last two or three years i i'm adamant and he 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 will never get to an nfc championship game he's not He's he he can't he can't put everything whilst he does it in some games put the the cowboys on the on his shoulders and you know game against tampo in the, in the playoffs last year and or, or whatnot but he just can't he's not he's not got it he's not got it he's not got the the whatever it is you need to get to a, a championship game or a the just he just yeah he just doesn't have it and he never will and even with the the, the leg injuries that he's had and obviously he has the odd niggles here and there but ever since he, he he smashed his ankle up against the giants a couple of years ago Never going to have it because he doesn't have that rushing ability anymore. So therefore, he doesn't really have that the the nuance or the X factors kind of thing to be, to his game to pull one in and, and and run. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the
1: deck. Yeah, 23 touchdowns, 15 interceptions for him last year. He only rushed in one touchdown, which after an incredibly serious ankle injury, maybe he was a little bit uh, cautious on that. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see whether he does take a few more rushing attempts and uh, especially at the goal line. Uh, but yeah with um, with Liam saying obviously they usually run heavy i don't think they can be that run heavy with pollard so no. it'll be it will be very interesting to see how they deal with that and whether they will maybe put more on dak and maybe that'll be the making of him but yeah i'm i'm more pessimistic than positive about him but i I'd, I'd still probably take them at 2 to 1 over the eagles price
0: I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what will happen Dallas first couple of weeks. It'll be the first couple of weeks of, right, we're going to run the ball. Tony Pollard's just going to get loads of runs, maybe a couple for Jones, a couple for World, whatever. Tony Pollard's going to get a niggle or an injury or something. And then Mike the, McCarthy's going to sit in a room, room after a game day and be like, do you know what? I don't think we can run the ball as much anymore. It's, it's so reactive. It's, not, it's not, There's nothing proactive about Mike McCarthy or the Dallas Cowboys. It's like, do you know what? This this is working, guys. Right? What what are we going to do? Uh, right, next week, we're going to come out and we're going to throw the ball 50 times. That's what we're going to do. That, that you know we're gonna we're gonna put the ball in Dak's hands because he's our quarterback and we have paid him forty odd million for, for this year and you know it's time for him to to put the, the Cowboys on his back because we can't run the ball anymore because we've not got enough depth behind Tony Pollard and Ronald Jones and Deuce Vaughn just aren't gonna aren't gonna aren't gonna do it. That's exactly what is gonna happen to the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs>
2: Optimistic. Yeah, so, sounds like a fun season for you. <laughs> I,
1: I do. I do think though, Brandon Cooks is a fantastic signing, and yes. obviously yeah. he normally gets a thousand yards if he's in a place he enjoys. So I don't see why he wouldn't be closing closing in on that this year. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll finish off the Cowboys on a, at least a mild positive. Of, yeah, uh, that one not a good thing. No, well, well, you say
0: you say that though, but then why side? Why why you selling Brandon Cooks when you could just keep kept Cooper a couple of years ago?
2: Well, because uh, Cooks is better. That's why. Well,
0: yeah. Well, well, yeah maybe <laughs>
2: Doesn't get injured all the time, either. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, mean, I was going to mention like... a good bet for this, for, for your team, obviously could be uh, Defensive Player of the Year, right? With Micah Parsons. I think he's second favourite, isn't he, now? Um, I thought yeah. like that's going to get loads of money in the States just because Cowboys are such a huge team, but... He feels like a good shout because he's going against some average offensive lines throughout the season. They <laughs> could cause some havoc, and he's got Marzi Smith next to him now. So, yeah. I quite like that as a bet for the Cowboys. Is him to uh, win Defensive Player of the Year?
0: Yeah, he, he is a bit of a darling, isn't he? He's a bit of like, he's a bit of a, kind of a hyped up, um, yeah. You know, there's nothing he can't do. Anything wrong type of a demeanor about him in terms from, from the media's perspective. So yeah, I don't I don't mind that whatsoever.
2: Yeah, six to one favorite he is now actually.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I'm not getting come in 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 that two seconds since you mentioned it. Yeah, but he he is a hell of a player. To be fair, I, I, I love watching Michael Parsons so yeah normally i'm against the hype but yeah for for him i i will let i'll let him go
0: yeah <laughs> okie dokie uh talking about a bit of a hype well am not necessarily in for the new york giants but considering where the new york giants were a couple of years and the uh the wonders that brian Dable did uh in his season there in his first season especially in terms of what he's managed to get out of daniel jones um i i feel that the new york giants are a bit of under the radar team in 2023 barkley's obviously recently signed a one-year deal so he's now in camp so that's uh um, that's a distraction that is no longer there for the New York Giants, which is which is good for them. Obviously, Darren Waller, obviously the, the big offseason offseason signing as well. The outright Rod. Outright odds here are 66 to 1. Divisional odds, 9 to 1, which I think is way too big, personally. And the win total of 7.5 is a bit too low from my perspective. Um, make the playoffs, 13 to 8, yes, and 4 to 9, the no. Um, Adam, I see these guys as probably the biggest value in the NFC East, if not, I know we spoke about the Vikings in the NFC North, but um, considering the, the trajectory that Dable could continue in, with this team and how... All, yeah, you know, what they've got on both sides of the ball. I mean, Andrew Thomas, I think, recently signed an extension as well, didn't he? I, I think, I think there's a lot of value to be had here for the Giants.
1: Yeah, nine nine to one is far too big for a. I wouldn't say an open division, but a division where we know historically anything can happen. Um, yeah, it it is one that is it it jumps out here, doesn't it? It's um yeah it, it's it's a tough one for the Giants. They they won. They obviously did a lot better than expected last year, but there was a lot of one-score games. There was a lot of close games. And we know that they're pretty much coin flips. Like, they could have gone either way. Uh, The Saquon thing doesn't make sense personally from his point of view. uh, But for the team, it's great. He's taken a couple million more this year, but then they can probably just... They might just tag him again next year. Whereas, if they tagged him twice in a row, he's on 120%. He would have got more money in the long run. So, maybe he's kind of banking on... I mean, (laughs) he might be banking on the RB market being lively again but it's not going to be so i think in the long run he'll lose out so maybe he is doing a a solid for the team i don't know personally um yeah yeah and as you say andrew thomas signed a big deal for offensive tackle he he obviously has been what been good for them since the draft um i i still mildly like daniel jones i think he's he's an entertaining player to watch i'm not gonna i'm not saying he's good liam i I just said that i like (laughs) him as like to view he's he's a good player to watch and yeah you never really know what's going to happen to him it, it could be a terrible pick six it could be a 60 yard run that he scores for a touchdown it could be a hilarious fall over after a 60 yard run when it when he's he's clear through so yeah he's he's very much Josh Allen light and uh it's uh, that's probably an insult to Josh Allen to be fair but yeah <laughs> he's um, he's very much he can do everything but it needs to be his day essentially so Yeah, I I, I think they are the value just because it's nine to one. Uh, Saying that, I don't think I would back it. So that's (laughs) kind of where I am with them is that feasibly they could win 10, 11 games, uh, which will require obviously the rest of the division to fall apart a bit. Um, I do think seven and a half is too low for their win total. I think that's a little bit harsh. Um, And uh, as I'm sure you're about to ask, Liam, the... uh, the wide receiver core is a whole bunch of average, other than Darius Slayton, who is a absolute stud.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Well, you say you say that they the, the whole division have to fall apart a little bit, but anyway from what I can see, they only won one divisional game last year against the Commanders. So, um, yeah, considering they got to the thing, the thing that I don't understand with the win total and divisional odds and stuff is this is a nine-win team last year, uh, obviously with the tie. And I know you said they were all close games and coin flips and whatever, but um, yeah, the only one, only one, one in the division. I, I can only see them kind of getting better because it's a second year. I think it's second year of Brian Dable, isn't it? Um, this is a team that won away in the playoffs, which is not easy to do, especially with the Minnesota Vikings having, having the season that they had. There's certainly, there's certainly more than a case you, you can build here to say, you yeah, know, this is this is maybe the surprise result divisional wise um, in terms of winners. But Liam, yeah, obviously. If you are a backer, you would have obviously wanted more stars or more reliability at the wide receiver position. You know, Darren Wall is obviously going to get the, the, mm. the lion's share of targets, touchdowns, receptions, etc., etc. et cetera. But um, I think Dallas obviously tried it a couple of years ago with having committed by wide receiver, which again, fell flat on their face because that's what they do. But I, I think if you're a New York batter, backer, you would want maybe a stud wide receiver, an OBJ, so so to speak obviously in his prime, but um, to kind of give you a bit more confidence. But I don't know how you feel about that.
2: Yeah, it's almost like they've looked at Down Jones and been like, right, you can only kind of throw it in the middle of the field. So let's find as many people that can play in the slot as possible. And then they've kind of been like, oh, God, we've signed too many slot receivers now. (laughs) But we'll just add Cole Beasley to the mix to uh, (laughs) make it one more. So, yeah, I think they've got so you got Slayton, Campbell, Robinson, Shepard, Hire. Crowder Beasley that's probably Hutchins. it but yeah yeah they're all better in the the slot than they are outside so yeah for me I don't mind why we sit by committee if the committee can make sense and then you've got your tight end down roller as the star but yeah if they'd have gone out and made a trade for, for kind of I don't know, I don't Indian, know Simon, or something. yeah even Brandon see, Cooks see to be honest guys. Yeah, even Brandon Cook somebody can play out can play outside, I'd like it. But I am a bit of a Jalen Hyatt Stan in the draft. I loved him. Um and then first reports out of camp Thursday. He's not picking up the offense. So even the one that I like isn't uh isn't playing very well. So yeah, it's not great. But um the run game should be good. Offensive line's the best they've had probably since that year before Eli left and it was kind of all went to pot. Darren Waller, if he stays healthy, very, very good player, Saquon. One of the best RBs in the game. So, yeah, I think the offense will be good just because the OC, Mike Kafka, and Brian Dable are obviously very good play callers. Um, but I think in the big games, you're right. In this division, they're playing against some really good corners. Uh, I think that's when then they can struggle. But, um, yeah, at least they've got a better defense this year than last year. Last year, they were pretty bad on the back end. But um, Deontay Banks in the draft, Bobby McCain, who they signed in free agency from Washington, I think players like that make them better. Um, but yes. yeah, the team's probably like maybe one year away really from being that uh, proper contender. But I would say seven and a half's too, the win total's not, that, that's too low for me. So I think over seven and a half wins would be how I would, how I would go and uh, bet the Giants. Yep.
0: Yeah. Agree them. Okay, then let's find finish off then with the Washington commanders. Who knows what they'll be called this time next year when we do the respective pod. Um kind of feels like um is it like Trafalgar Square with the plinths where you've got the fourth one where they can just do whatever they like with it. Washington feel like the fourth plinth of Trafalgar Square, where they can just do whatever they fancy at the time and you know. Make, make a bit of noise or whatever. But anyway, um, yeah, Sam Howell seems to be the guy that Ron Rivera is going to go uh, quarterback with this season, which doesn't really fill me with. Uh, I know he, he had a few, so showed a few flashes towards the back end last season. Um, it doesn't really inspire me with confidence, to be quite honest, considering the defenses in this division. Outright 100 to 1. Division awards are uh, juicy 16 to 1. Win total of 6.5, 11 to 4 to make the playoffs, 1 to 4, to Not Lim. Is there any way to attack the Washington? Commanders, any any betting wise this year? Which, which angle are you
2: going for? Yeah, they're evens for um, finish fourth, which does seem like probably the best bet. Um, I am going to check to see what um, the QB is to lead the league in interceptions, because that might be a nice way that we can uh, we can get after them. But yeah, I'm kind of with you that, that I just don't know why they haven't done done the deal. It feels like this could be like a Kyler Murray team, you know, when they draft Caleb Williams. Washington's new owners go spend loads of money, loads of draft picks and, draft, and and take someone else that they think can be a bit of a star. Um, but yeah, I don't think they're they're good value, but they're a value because they're by far the worst team. Six and a half is about right. If they won seven, I wouldn't be surprised. If they won six, I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, 16 to one, 11 to four for the to make the playoffs. So I, I just don't think you can you can bet those odds. I still think the, the team's good enough with that quarterback. If I knew Brissett was playing every game, then I probably would go over the win, the win total. To be honest, because he was actually quite good last year. He was better than the quarterback that came in to to replace him in uh, in Cleveland. So yeah, um, but for me, fourth in the division is probably your best bet, even answer.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one way to attack this. Adam, but looking at the quarterback situation in the sense that if you think Sam Howell's going to stink the place out and they'll make a change at quarterback and have a bit of a carousel, do you think that makes your sure your under bets or your no? Well, obviously. You're obviously, not when you really going to back no at one to four, but your under bets maybe if you think there's going to be a QB change, or you, similarly, if you think Sam Howell's going to play well and there's not going to be, you know, a, uh, a change of quarterback because obviously he's winning games, then you, then you take the over. Is that how you kind of correlate the the situation to a, a betting angle?
1: Yeah, no, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'm not, not entirely sure. I think all all unders or all overs on the total on the win totals is probably the way to go. They they could be terrible. They could be better than expected. So, yeah, getting five to two for under four and a half, I think it was, or five and a half, or over seven and a half for seven to four. You you're basically kind of hedging your bets with with those two. So, yeah, it, I think it all depends on what Washington want. Obviously, new ownership that could give them a boost and might give that they might bring the fans back into the stadium at least. Because I know that most of them disappeared last year. So. Maybe that will help. But I thought, obviously, somehow played all right in the one starter he got, which is against Cowboys backups. So you can't really judge anything from that. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, obviously, is, is okay. So, yeah, for me, like, I'd be looking at alt-unders or alt-overs and trying to figure out which way I want to go on that. Um, may, maybe have a cheeky look at first pick um, in the draft next year. But they've they've got a pretty tough Pretty tough job to beat out of the Cardinals, frankly, on that one. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it's let's be fair. If it's evens, as Liam said, for fourth in division, I think that seems to be the best bet for this team. Unfortunately for them, and uh, it, it's it's annoying because obviously Terry McLaurin is is frankly wasting his career, and uh, Antonio Gibson's all right, Brian Robinson's all right on offense, but other than that, they don't have a whole lot. They've obviously Curtis Sam with Jahan Dotson Jackson, Jackson turned up occasionally last year. Um, on defense, they are pretty strong still. And Ron Rivera is a defensive coach, which is probably why they got to the wins that they did last year. But yeah, I, I can't see anything, unfortunately, other than fourth place for them. And in terms of QB, I, I don't think it makes a whole lot of difference, whether it's Brissett or Howell, to be honest
0: yeah um we've got in the here 16 to 1 on sky for south somehow mostly interceptions so thank you for that i think they were they really, i know they really, they finished 8 a and 1 last year but i think they were a beneficiary of a really bad or a really easy schedule they had a they had a run of six six wins out of seven games but they're beating the bears the packers obviously maybe they didn't they underperformed obviously last year the colts um they lost to the vikings they beat philadelphia which was a surprise result but then they beat also the texans and the falcons who you know all those teams there none of them none of them apart from the philadelphia eagles and uh which was a shock win and the, and the vikings uh, who they lost to who made the playoffs, so I think they just beat the bad teams. They're just an average kind of a barometer, aren't they? They'll beat the bad teams, but lose to the good ones. Uh, I don't know what they're. I can't what their schedule's shaking out like um, this this season. But again, if they've got a, a tougher set of opponents, again that may help you with your your under avers from from a six point five perspective. And um, I'd say they only won one divisional game last year. From uh, was it one one divisional game? Philadelphia, yeah. Then they lost to Dallas twice. I think. Another one, maybe. also oh, say the beat Dallas in a meaningless game, but um, yeah, I think that's probably maybe something to have a look into in terms of Washington. Uh, anything for any more? For any more,
2: yeah, that the schedule is like bomb seven in the league being hardest, so yeah, it's a tough schedule because they play Cowboys and Eagles twice, right? So, yeah, not, if you want to back under us, so it's a good team to do it on, it seems like.
1: Yeah, you can get uh, five to two on under four and a half wins, so pushing a little bit on that one, over seven and a half wins if you think that that could happen is seven to four on Skybet at the moment. I'd imagine everyone else will get all win totals up or has already. It's just that that was the first place to look. So um yeah, yeah, it's probably not gonna be a positive season for Washington until they change their team name again. <laughs>
0: yeah okay i think i do like the narrative actually that you mentioned uh liam about you know um new ownership come next year get a quarterback and then kind of draw a line under everything that's proceed proceeded and, and kind
2: yeah. of there. so yeah that does
0: that does strike a resonance with me a little bit um, and they
2: probably have uh they've got the enemy there oc he wants to be a head coach feels like if they want a new qb or oh, someone who's won the super bowl as an oc now as our head coach kind of writings on the wall there I, I'd be yeah. surprised that somehow round two next year and we're doing the same pod, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, no, we will see Right, let's get out of here then and get best bets for the division. Adam, let's start with you.
1: Yeah, logically, it should be Washington finish and finishing fourth at evens, but um, Dak to rush in five touchdowns is nine to one. Um, why not? Uh, I think that was, was Skybet. As I say, like without, without Zeke there bashing them in, uh, Pollard yeah. obviously isn't really a goal back from what we've seen. There might there might be a little bit more from Dak if he's uh, feeling a little bit more confident on his ankle and not worrying about getting that destroyed again. So, yeah, yeah. I thought 9-1 to one was reasonable, although his last four seasons have been three three one one, 3 one So uh, there is a reason why it's a little bit higher than I first thought.
0: Yeah, I think it's, there's, there's too much PTSD there, I think, from that injury. But, yeah, good luck to you. Lost, told, I told you I gave you, you a reasonable... Yeah, I gave you a proper one. I gave you a
1: proper one of Washington fourth or even, and I gave you a fun one. Yeah,
0: there we go. Uh, I will. Yeah, I do like um, Washington to finish fourth, but I will go win total over seven and a half for the Giants, which I'll probably mix Liam, uh, for that as well. I just think that's way too low for a team that is is going to be well coached and has enough on both sides of the ball to to get some wins. Uh, Liam Randolph, you?
2: Yeah, I'm going for your Cowboys over nine and a half. Um, They're also two to one. Uh, for over 10.5, which I'll probably bet because then if the Eagles win 13 games, just, you, know, you you've got that two to one rather than division, so yeah, Cowboys over nine and a half. And then if I can find 10.5 in this country for the Cowboys, I'll do it because it's two to one in the States, so,
0: yeah. yeah, don't mind it at all, right? Then okay, as we always do, let's do division pre- predictions one, two, three, four. We'll go the other way, Liam.
2: Um, oh, I so badly want to go Cowboys one, um, because um, of Mike, I'm gonna say Eagles one. Cowboys two, Giants three and uh, Washington four, the order we spoke about them in.
1: Adam. Uh, no one repeats the NFC East. Uh Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Washington.
0: Yeah, all right. I will here we go. Uh, or do I do it? Do I not do it? Uh, Eagles Eagles win the division and Washington finish fourth. Do I do I go all in and oh. say Giants? Do oh. I have to go all in and say Mike McCarthy actually does fall flat on his ass. Um No, I think that defense, Dan Quinn's defense is too good. Uh, Cowboys second, uh, Giants. Player, but I think they'll all get over, all over nine wins, nine wins or more. So
1: that would be my... Uh, I, I yeah. Sorry, I do have a couple more. Like apparently that Dak five rushing touchdowns, I'm sure it was nine to one earlier. It's six to one now on Skybetter. So uh, you, I, will, you, you I you would not it take in. it at six to one. we will not <laughs> <You> take <laughs> it six Quit one. on it. You, yeah. You're short on the odds. <laughs> Uh, I wish, I wish I had 100 quid to spunk at the moment, but no, I do not. Uh, Saquon, 14 to 1 for most scrimmage yards. I didn't think that was, that wasn't that disgusting. Uh, I don't think it'll happen, but at the odds and at the probable expected workload that we think he's going to get, I didn't think that was too terrible. So um, yeah, I will mention that one quickly.
2: And if you come to uh, Birmingham, you can stay up and watch Cowboy Giants Sunday Night Football with Tim live in person talking about Mike McCarthy. So what a dream. I,
1: I believe I am getting a lift to Birmingham. I doubt I will be awake at half one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Throwing, throwing my drink at one of the 16 screens that I have. <laughs> no doubt, but there we, go. there we go. Okay, that's going to do it for the NFC East. Uh, next up, obviously, we'll be doing the South, so AFC South, and then after that, the NFC South. So hopefully you can join us for that. Thank you so much for joining us. Good luck with all your bets. And please, uh, please, 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 make sure you are gambling responsibly. We will see you next time.